Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. Uh-huh. Your boy Juicy J. G-Bag. Yeah. yeah. In case you didn't know. Juicy that nigga. Yeah. I keep me two hoes. Like that nigga Jack Tripper. Uh-huh. I shoot in they face. Like that boy Ridge and Miller. And I kill that pussy. Like my name Jack the Ripper. Yeah. Baby, I'm horny. And I ain't too proud to big. Instead, show me the bed. Early morning, breakfast and head. And I got Tina, Tasha, and Toya. I call them the triple threat. All them bitches be soaking with this. The first night them bitches met. You know, from the moment she turn around. Cameron Owens, and today we will be talking about how holding yourself back 
can lead to you blocking your own blessings. We often hear the phrase, keeping your friends close, but but what do you do when you treat yourself like an enemy? Is this something that we do that is conscious or is it unconscious? Or do we do it because we are afraid of letting go of that control that can potentially expose our vulnerabilities? Well, today we will talk about this topic more in depth and the ways that you can overcome it. So now that we got that out the way, let me bring in my co-host. Hey, Angela, I'm sorry. I usually don't let the song play for that long, but, like, I know that's, like, one of my favorite songs. I know you were dancing. I was in the car dancing. I was in here just dancing. I was like, he would pick this song. I was like, yeah. You know, it's a pretty fit camp song, too. So I was doing a routine in my head going, "Uh uh-huh. So this is the frisky part right here and doing the lunge. Oh, yeah, here. that's okay, one of the more so. sexy ones with the heels on, right? That's where you put the heels yeah, on, Yeah, this right? is one of the ones with the heels on. That workout right there gets me every time. I start playing that song, and the whole room <laughs> changes. And I'm like, yeah, and I don't even care who's in the room when I'm dancing or doing frisky fit camp. That song comes on. I'm thinking about yeah. him, and I'm thinking about what I want to do to my him, and that's just it. And the girls are like, <laughs> Did you just change? Did you just go somewhere else? Mm-hmm, and you know. Well, who is this? Uh, who is this, Angela? No, no one yet. No one yet. We're not going to talk about that right now. But uh, <laughs> but how are you, though? I am great. How are you doing, Cameron? I'm good, yo. Like, uh, this is my last day before spring break uh, next week, so I'm definitely excited oh, about look, that. Oh, look, that's why you pray that song. So. You're trying to find Oh, mm-hmm, sure. Your mom yeah, I'm turned up. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to get turned up. <laughs> you turned up. That's the reason why you played that song. Oh, so yeah, she uh, knows. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. you know, this topic, like as most topics that we talk about, you know, we talk about these all the time. And, you know, you know, we talk about how holding yourself back is something that many of us struggle with, you know, due to issues of low self-esteem and being afraid to be vulnerable. So I want to ask you, why is this a problem, and is this something that you think we do consciously, or is it something that brought on about by outside factors such as like you know family members, friends, spouses, et cetera? I don't think it's something that we uh, do consciously most of the time, most of the time. I think ninety if not seventy five percent of the time is something that we do unconsciously, only because mm. we're raised in a certain environment, we don't take into consideration uh, the things that our grandmothers might have said or our family members might have said or the region that we lived in believe. Mm-hmm. And then when we come into, come into wanting something, we don't see the conflict. Um, I think we, we were talking about, and I'm going to tell the audience this, a friend of mine mm-hmm. who wants to sponsor a charity. And Excuse me. She wants to have a charity. She's building her charity right now. She's, you know, businesswoman, what have you. Wants for nothing. She's an awesome woman. I love her. We'll probably have her on the show later. And but she sponsors a charity, and she's growing this charity and you know growing her business. Awesome business. Awesome platform. What have you. And um, she's from the island. Okay. So, you know, that island mentality, she's from the, you know, from the island. She loves, you know, where she's from. She goes back and forth. She wants for nothing. And um, we were talking. Go-getter. Yeah, she's a very big go-getter, just like myself. She and I are just like, you know, go, 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 go. And Mm -hmm. um, she and I were talking, and it turns out one of her friends, 
spirit spirit moved one of her friends to give her some money towards her charity. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't anything, well, no, it wasn't even towards her charity. Spirit moved her to just give her some money. Spirit moved her friends just to give some money to her. Like, you know what, I just feel like giving this to you. And right. she looked at me and she goes, and my friend looked at me and she goes, well, when my other friend did this, it made me feel like a charity. I ain't nobody's charity. I'm not this. I'm not that. I'm the one that gives. I'm hmm. the one that gives. And that's really a lot of island speaking. Um, I know people from the islands. Or I know a lot of people from the islands who speak this way that you know I can do for myself whatever, no matter how right. <laughs> bad situations are. And needless to say, her situation is not bad right now. But you know they don't need to do anything. You know they don't need help. And uh, I told her I said, well, aren't you? trying to get a charity. Aren't you good at a charity? And she goes, yeah. I said, well, how in the heck you going, how in the hell are you going to accept money from other people from fundraisers and stuff when you can't accept money from your own friends? Mm. And she looked at me and she goes, but I didn't need it. I'm like, Ann, don't shit on someone else's blessing because they felt like they needed to give it to you. That was her gift to you. Does she need the money right now? No. But at the same time, maybe you don't, but that was your blessing. How can you be, How can you shit on her blessing? That was her blessing to give, and it's your blessing to receive. And she just looked right. at me with this dumbfounded look on her face and goes, but I didn't need it. I said, it's okay. Sometimes we get when we don't need. That's called abundance. We are praying for abundance, Right. I mean, you know, do you think yeah. Bill Gates said he don't need no more billions? I don't think he says he don't need no more billions. <laughs> no. no, I'm sure that he counts every penny and is meticulous about every penny at the same time. So, exactly. you know, I looked at her and I said, you know what? It's okay to accept money even when you don't need it. It's totally fine. And I know that's also, and she says I wasn't raised that way, and that's when it came up. I wasn't raised that way. I wasn't raised to just take money from people. And I'm like, well, your friend knows that you're not, and we obviously all know this. It's okay. But that doesn't make you a charity. And then that's when all the conversation came up from her past, which was mm. and still is, you know, um, I don't need, like I said, she's from the island. So, you know, if you know plenty people from the island, some people from the islands are very, you know, and and in America too. Let me not even say that. And in America as well, we're like, I don't need your help. I don't need your help. I don't need your help. Let me give, give, give. But even the Bible says you can't give without receiving. Yeah. You have to the give and receive. The Bible will tell you, act and you should receive. <laughs> right. So you can give all you want to, and it's great. There's great forms of giving. There's great energy in giving, but there's also great energy in receiving. Because that's also yes. somebody else's gift to you. So I think we do it subconsciously. I say that to say I think we do it subconsciously, and I think we don't spend the time to look at what our past has, quote, unquote, taught us. And I'm going to mention it in another show where our past has shown us that we need to, you know, quote, unquote, do that we're still doing that we don't need to do in every situation. Now, I touched on, like, the intro. I touched on, like, you know, being afraid to expose our vulnerabilities. Do you think this has something to do with, uh, you know, with your friend not accepting money? Do you think that has something to do with her not wanting to seem like she's weak or she's needy? Yeah. Yeah, I think it has everything to do with that. I know most of us do not want to feel weak, needy, or in need. No one wants to feel that way, especially as businesswoman. Come on, I'm a businesswoman myself, and I've had to mm-hmm. teach myself how to ask for help, 
even when I first met you, Cameron, I was, the first two weeks I hired you, you remember, you had nothing to do because I still want to do it myself. Um, <laughs> I, right. I, I didn't want to relinquish control. And you were like, Angela, I'm here to help you. And I'm like, no, I can do it. And I'm sitting here drowning. And, you know, even in business or in personal life, we all just don't want to relinquish control, either A, because I can do it better or you won't do it like me, or B, yep. I don't trust anyone else to do it. However, that's what leads on to stress, and I think that's what the next show is going to be about, Cameron. It's about control. That's been on my heart for the past two days about controlling everything. But you leading, needing control over everything leads to more stress, leads to more, you know, sickness, and et cetera, and that's the quickest way. I mean, that's one of the best ways to, you know, relieve your stress is to really let go of some of the control. Most definitely. I definitely agree with that. I know even, like, for class projects and stuff, like, you know, I tend to do most of the work because I know how I do my own work, and I know when I, what time I'm going to get it done. I'm going to get it done fast. It's going to be efficient instead of putting it in the hands of other people. But like you said, that stresses you out. If you got five other people exactly. in your group, why are you doing all the work, you know? Exactly. Exactly. That doesn't make any sense. And, no. you know, yes, they might not do it as well as you. They might not be as on time as you. Maybe you can do a little bit more of it that way just in case someone does not right. do their work. You've already done half of it. But, again, that goes in the point of, you know, making sure, you know, encouraging people. We all need an encouraging word. There's nothing wrong with calling someone and going, hey, not nagging, but mm-hmm. encouraging. There are two different ways. There's one to be encouraging, go, hey, Cameron, um, just as a quick reminder, I hope you got, you know, let me know if you need any help with X, Y, Z. And that just says, you know, hey, you're on my mind. Let me know if you need any help. I'm here to help you. But that doesn't say, hey, did you do X, Y, Z? Because you didn't do it last time. Did you type the three pages with the two spaces, with the periods at the end, and everybody with with every letter in it, details. That's nagging. But just a quick encouragement of, hey, Cameron, um, I hope, you know, do you need any help with XYZ? Let me know if you need any clarification. That's a quick reminder. Yes. That's just a quick, you know, hey, encourage and support or even follow with, you know, I know you got it. Just give me a call if you need any help. And that's it. That's a completely different energy. But most of us even treat ourselves, you know, in worse ways by yes. doing other things that we're just not, you know, well, they didn't do it, and I can't do it, and yada, 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 that we're putting too much negative energy into something that we don't need to. Yeah, and I think, like, even going back off, like, you know, uh, the nagging thing, I think that's one of the reasons why people tend to hold themselves back is because something in the past told them don't ask for help. You know what I'm saying? If you do ask for help, somebody's not going to help you, so you might as well just do it by yourself because you don't have nobody by your side to help you. I think that's why a lot of people hold themselves off. And and that's a stressful way of looking at it. I think when we, even when, with my friend, she told me that. She goes, well, I can do it myself, I can do it myself, I can do it myself. But we were talking about, you know, some of our, my, some of my friends' dating life. Uh, you know, one of our friend, one of our mutual friends, that was my next her question. dating life. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. One of her, her, one of our mutual friends, her dating life was similar. And I looked at, looked at, not to talk bad about it, but we know, you know, we, we're not talking bad about this friend, but we're just looking at her, you know, objectively. And I said, a conversation. Don't you think? Right, exactly. And I just said, you know what, most of us say that we can do it ourselves, but aren't you tired of being, isn't she tired of being single? And she mm. looked and she goes, wow. I'm like, you can't, in in a relationship, you have to give and receive. 
But, you know, we're yep. busy businesswomen, so we control everything, which is great and cool. And in a relationship, we don't, we still want to control. And I think some of us have that um, fear that if we relinquish yeah. control, and I, do, I don't mean relinquish total control. I mean, I believe that my, my, me and my partner, our, our relationship's a partnership. It's a total partnership. That's what it is. We're working together. However, for yeah. me personally, control everything in the daytime. So, you know what, let, I'll let him take the lead at night. The lead, that doesn't mean I don't give suggestions, okay? <laughs> I'll just let him take the lead when I get home. <laughs> I don't feel I'll like taking the lead. I'll just leave this alone. <laughs> <laughs> that is yet she is again to radiate after dark. That again, Cameron, is to radiate after dark. I'll just okay. leave it alone. It's still early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Not everybody wants to be controlled, even a man. So, therefore, yeah. you know, I think that also, especially for us women, um, yeah. we need to somehow find a balance. I'm not saying yeah. give up everything. I'm not saying, you know, you need to let everybody do everything for you. But what I am saying is find a balance in with your life. And if you find yourself being overstressed, find a balance, set some rules up for yourself, and go, you know what, I'm going to let someone else handle this, and I can live with this being not done by me. And it's okay if, you know, yep. a word is misspelled or the color is not the correct way that I want it to be. Mutual, mutually beneficial to both of you. Know, both of you. That's how mm-hmm. it's supposed to be, you know. So kind of uh, going back off, like, the relationship aspect and the ways we can hold ourselves back, what are ways that we can hold ourselves back even when it comes to a relationship? Our mindset. Oh, my goodness. Um, um, <laughs> I'll use myself as an example for this. Our mindset. Okay. Until recently, I haven't been able to. I know I'm beautiful. I know I'm all this. I know I'm that, that, and that. I know that. Mm-hmm. But my new mantra now is that I am powerful and I am love. And that's what I wake mm. up to and tell myself every morning is that I am powerful and I am love. And until I started that mantra, I didn't feel as though I was looking for, well, I knew I was looking for approval from everyone else. I was looking for my beauty mm-hmm. in everyone else. I was looking for my business savvy in everyone else. And one day, something just, I forget what I was listening to, a podcast I was listening to, and it said, you know what, you got to build it within yourself. And we, I think we even talked about it. We don't say enough good things to ourselves. Then that's nope. the reason why we're looking for it. good things from everyone else's aspects or what have you. And so finally, I think that's to make that us feel better. Exactly. And I think that's how I created this particular partner that I have now. I'm not going to say anything about it right now, but, you know, the one I, I'm crushing on. Just know she's that very way. happy, audience. <laughs> <laughs> this crush I have on right now, um, you know, literally within about, about, I think I've been doing this new mantra for about three or four weeks, and about mm-hmm. two weeks ago he and I met or what have you, and every morning I get a good morning clean or every morning I get a hello, how are you, or, you know, what's your day like, or he's just checking up on me. And it makes me feel good. It makes me feel great. But that feeling, I've already I've already created that feeling within me before him. Mm, there you go. So, he just therefore, even it. if 
he just strengthens. He is he insinuates that he yeah he strengthens it. He insinuates that. Oh, I don't know the other word for it, but um, mm-hmm. that's what he does. And you know what? I figured out. They even told my. I think I even told you this. Whether it's him or not. Like right now, I'm very happy. I'm, my friends yeah. can see it. I'm glowing. Whatever the heck, you know, being all that girly mushy stuff that I am not. Anyway, um, <laughs> but. <laughs> As I told you before, I said if it's him or not. Yeah. Even if it's not him, I'll you know I'll cry one day if it's not him. That's great. That's good. But I'll move on because I know what I'm looking for now. I know now where the bar is set, and I know the energy that I'm looking for. It might not be this particular person. He might be a passing you know a passing phase. You know I think our, I think our people are everyone is in your life for a reason, a season, yeah. or a lifetime. And if he's just here for a season, that's great. If he's here for a longer season, that's awesome. If something happens, God forbid, that you know, whatever, we don't work out, either A or, you know, something happens to him, there's other, there's 60 million, you know, there's billions of people on the earth. It might mm-hmm. not, not be him. So, therefore, but that energy is within myself, and that's yes. where I find the energy, and he just accentuates that. Isn't that isn't that like such a freeing feeling to know that you you know you may want somebody but you don't need anybody? Isn't that a freeing feeling? I think that's the feeling that most of us want to have, but we mm-hmm. try to control ourselves into it instead of flow ourselves into it. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think we try to control. That, you know what, Cameron, I don't need you, and I'm dating you, but I don't need you. I'm a grown-ass woman. I'm this, I'm that. I got my bills. I can pay my bills, and I'm this and that. But I still need you for that one thing at dark time and, you know, whatever. <laughs> but I don't need you. And it's like, but if don't you think he feels that, too? If you don't need me, bitch, then bye. Have a good day. Yep. You make, I mean, you're, you guys you're coming are, off as emotionally unavailable. Exactly. When all of us are needing something. When all of us are, we, we all need human touch, period. You, we all know that babies, when they're newborns or, you know, what have you, they, they have volunteers that actually go by and just hold babies because they grow better. So we all mm. need human touch. We yeah. all need that touch. But you walking around saying, I got this, I got that, the only thing I need a man for is this, this, and this, then why are you going to get it? Well, then... No, no man gonna come by there besides to use you for that. But then you wonder why he's only using you for that. Because you said it. And you just and you did just it take you out to realize that? I don't think some people do. I've never been that type of woman. I almost became that right. type, but then I was like, no. I understand subconsciously. I've always understood the balance and everything that I do. Yes. So therefore, I've always understood that there's a yin and yang. There's a male and female in everything that we do. There's a plus and minus in everything that we do. So for me, I've always understood that, you know what, yes, I am self-sufficient. I am very self-sufficient, and I am very beautiful. However, I do want my partner because sometimes when I get home, I'm tired, and I just want to talk or I just want to be held or I just want someone to understand me because I give all day, and when I get home, it's time to receive to rebuild me, or for me to rebuild him, either way, but I want a partner. I don't, I'm not looking to uh, be subservient to someone. I'm I'm his mm-hmm. equal. We're, we're each, each other's equal. 
And that, I think we each hold ourselves back because we don't treat ourselves that way. And we're looking for someone else to treat us that way. In reality, we have to treat ourselves that way first. And that way, that beautiful relationship that we all want should will come through. So how are you uh, treating yourself is the question, if you're single, I think. And I also think that um, another important fact, Another another important thing to note is that if you don't look into the mirror and, like, expose, like, at least not to the world, but just expose your flaws and the negative aspects about yourself, you're going to continue to hold yourself back because you never had a chance to deal with it. You're just carrying around it exactly. as, as life goes along. That or you're expecting someone else to deal with it. And, yeah. you know, a lot of people, especially getting into a relationship, I could tell you my flaws, and I'm probably sure my friends will tell you some more. But you know what? I literally laugh at, I laugh at my flaws. You know, Cameron, I can't spell to save my life, okay? Like, if your life, Cameron, depended on me spelling something, I'm sorry, baby. Um, <laughs> I tried, okay? If it was up to me, I would still spell phone with an F because phone phonetically spells I know it's a P, but I'm a phonet- I'm a phonetical speller, and that's just how I spell. And so that is a flaw. Can you imagine the? Can you imagine the world without spell check? We all in all the correct. We all be fucked up. Oh my God! But okay, so Cameron, you know I'm a little bit older than you. So before dinosaurs rolled the earth, you know, there before Siri, um, there was no spell check. There was these things called dictionaries, and. I remember. What is that? I remember being. What's a dictionary? It's dictionary.com, right? No, dictionary is an actual book that was, you know, right. and encyclopedias, not Wikipedia, encyclopedias, okay? And I would do my homework and try to spell some things. And my mother thought I was joking, but I seriously was not. And I use this as an example because this is my weakness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I yes. literally have to hire people in my business now to spell check my stuff because. I won't see it, and it's not because yeah. I'm not looking. It's not because whatever. I just don't see it. Bear and bear, uh, tomato, tomato, you know, things that, you know, the English language, whatever. They're there and there anyway. So I'm sitting there at the dining room table doing my homework, and my mother, and I asked my mother how to spell, let's use phone, for example. And I said, Mama, how do you spell phone? And, you know, back then they were going to look it up in the dictionary, spell it, sound it out. And I would say, Mama, I'm sounding out phone, F-O-N-E. And you I in the F. And I, <laughs> right. And I said, I said, I'm in the F. And I looked at her. I said, just tell me how to spell the words so I can remember it. Because otherwise, I looked at her and said, when am I going to find phone if I'm looking in the F for phone in the dictionary? Mm. And she looked at me, and I'm like, what, 10 or 11? She wanted to say something, but she was I was right. Like, that's how my brain, I am ADHD if you want to clinically pronounce, you know, clinically put a word to it, fine, cool. I don't own that. I learn I learned differently. That's how I own this, okay? So yes. the way I learn is by practicing it over and over again. So in order for me to learn how to spell phone and business and other words, I had to practice writing it 100 times. That's how I learned how to spell it. But, again, if you tell me how to spell phone and go finding a dictionary, where am I going to find it if I'm looking in the F? And I genuinely don't. I genuinely don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to find yep. it because in my head it's, well, 
Now, I know the English language, pH, yada, yada, yada. Now, I, you know, I understand that even then. But, again, there's so much that we're doing now that we think, I might think, Cameron, you know because you know because you hang around me. I might not know. Just exactly. because I hang around you all day, Cameron, doesn't mean that I know that you like your toast right side up or your egg sunny side up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see you get it all the time, but I might not know that's the only way you get it. Well, yeah, pay attention, Angela. No, because there's things called communication. Cameron, I mean, Angela, I like Cameron to Angela. I like my eggs sunny side up, and this is the reason why. Okay, cool. And I think a lot of us even fail with communication by ourselves. Yep. Because either, mm-hmm. A, we don't communicate and tell us honest with ourselves what we want within us, and we expect everybody else to know it, especially our partners. Or, B, we're expecting mm-hmm. our partner. We're expecting the partners to just understand what's going on, and we don't even know what's going on. So, it takes a wow. lot of looking in the mirror and learning what and don't like. I realized this weekend that one of my favorite foods that I've had for a long time I really don't like anymore, and I was kind of sad about it. I was kind of like, "Wow, I don't like it anymore. I don't need it anymore in my life." Right, and I'm like, "Okay." But how many times have we, you know, we keep doing something just because we're habit? But do we really like it? Is it really needed mm-hmm. anymore? That's the question. And that you need to ask yourself. And not get mad when, you know, someone still sees you as that person or as that way when you change. That's totally okay, too. Just let them know I've changed. And that's fine. Yep. Yep. I think that is so important. <laughs> so how can... How can we hold ourselves back? Like the same mm-hmm. thing, expecting expecting money to come through only one source. I think is the biggest issue. So, like for my friend and her charity, for example, she had already know she already understands that money's going to come in from the charity, from the government, and from people who donate and what have you. But when money came in from a, a different source, from an opposite source, that threw her for a curve. She didn't want to accept yeah. that. That's not where money comes from. Money only comes from these two places. God gives you money from wherever the hell he feels like giving it to you. That the whether truth? it's from the man on the side of the road, whether it's the billionaire, whether it's just on the side, uh, flowing, flow, free-flowing in the air. If he wants to give it to you, give it to you, whether it's your best friend or not. And I looked at her and I said, come from your friends, right? Why can't it? And even I gave you know. her $2 later that day. And later on that day, I gave her $2. And I didn't even tell mm-hmm. her. I just gave her a handshake. I hugged her, and I put it and I put it in her hand. And she goes, Angela, no, you can't. I said, why can't I? And mm-hmm. she looked at me, and she goes, but I don't need it. I said, so? You didn't ask for it. You didn't need it. I felt like giving you money. Take it. I, you and know, I know even for myself you. over here. No, go ahead. I know even for myself, when it comes to, like, accepting, especially when it comes to accepting money, like, I am, like, the hardest person to get to accept money because I've just always been told never, like, and, and this probably and this is probably, like, something I'm holding myself back in, never depend on nobody because people will be quick to throw that back in your face when you needed them. And I hate that because everybody's not like that, and I hate that I see everybody like that, but it's a real thing that a lot of people deal with. I think that's a real thing we deal with, and I think within prayer, 
Because I set boundaries for myself. I will definitely set okay. boundaries. So one of the boundaries I set for myself is that, you know what, God's spirit, what have you, I don't receive money. Don't offer me money from someone who's going to throw it in my face later with a okay. negative intention. Gotcha. So mm-hmm. for me personally, that block is already there. So for for money, for example, or for help, for example, for any help or money that I receive, I already assume and know that it's coming from a good space, a good place, yep. because, because I already put that intention out there, that you know what, Spirit, if the money is not for me or if they're going to hold it over my head or they're going to hold something negative over my head, then it's not for me, and I prefer not to have it. And that's just the rule. We have, in, this, yes. in this country, we have rules. We have laws on the road. We have laws and stuff that we're supposed to do with our job. So why not have set spiritual laws? If that's your spiritual law, another spiritual law for me is, you know what, I'm not going to date anybody that's not going to treat me with respect and honor, period. Mm-hmm. So when women tell me that there's no good men out there, all I get are good men. Even in my bad relationships, I have some really good men. None of my men have ever cheated on me, Ever. So I don't mm-hmm. see, you know, I've already set that rule, that set that precedence, that, you know what, I'm only going to, the only men that I attract are men that are going to treat me great. Mm-hmm. Now, we broke up for other reasons, great, fine, cool, standing up for myself, what have you. But the man himself was all of them have been wonderful men, every last one of them. So even for money, I say set a precedence. You know what, Spirit? I don't want to deal with, I don't have to deal with, you know, people treating me in any kind of way or someone dealing or holding this over my head. This is not, that's a negative energy. That's a negative space. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, all money, my new rule is all money comes from a positive space. That yep. opens you up to a still accepting, but not opening you up to the bullshit that may come when people just want to throw stuff over you. Yep, and, and that, you know, like that, they say, what you put out is what you get back. You put that positive energy out there, and that's what you got back, you know? Exactly, exactly. So in the, in the, even in giving, the person gives because they're trying to they want to receive positive energy. So their intentions are good, and you feel it. And you can always ask yourself in the moment, you know, talk to your spirit, talk to your source, like, is this, what, is this mine? Yes, okay, then take it. Because you never know what down the road, that could be a gift for Gift now for something that you're about to go through down the road. You never know what you're yep. going to be going through down the road that that money's going to be needed for. Or you could just be a transient that, you know what, hey, Cameron, I'm giving you money, and I don't know why, but I'm giving it to you. And then that mm-hmm. Cameron, uh, 20 minutes later, you come across somebody that asks for the same as that amount that, you know, needs it for something else, and now you're able to give. Why not? I you get what I'm saying? Um, like, I think I like how you breaking it down about how, like you said, about like think like talk to yourself in that moment. I think a lot of times mm-hmm. in society, I think a lot of times in the society, we are taught to, we don't really. It's like we're not. It's like we're looking at ourselves. We're not really living in the moment a lot of times. And I think if we actually lived in, in the moment and actually thought about what we did, and like you said, talk to ourselves while we're actually dealing with it, I think a lot of a lot of the results that a lot of consequences 
you know, things that happened to us would, would turn out a lot better if we actually thought about it at that moment instead of thinking about it after it happened and we can't do nothing about it, you know? I think in most of us what it is is that we're so worried about what the other person is thinking and mm. why they're doing it, we're not listening to ourselves. Yep. We're so worried about Cameron giving me this money. Does he think my shit stink? Does he think, why did he, wait. Does he think he I'm poor? He saw me <laughs> right, does he think I'm poor? Does he think that I uh, need this? I don't need this. I'm just this and this. But what you probably, you don't know. You probably asked. What did you pray for earlier today? You probably said 20 minutes ago, hey, Lord, I need help with this bill. Yep. Now, you weren't expecting the money to come from Cameron, but the money came. But you said no. There's a story. I think Mm -hmm. I said this on a show before. There's a story about uh, (laughs) there's a flood and, you know, the guy's on top of his roof with the dogs, and he's saying, Jesus, Jesus, come save me. Jesus, come save me. And a boat comes by but it's full of harlots and whores. And he's a Christian man. But the boat comes mm-hmm. by, and he says, no, I'm not getting on that boat. You guys are all sinners. Okay. Wow. So then a second boat comes by, and this guy's still singing, Jesus, come save me. Jesus, come save me. And another boat comes by, and it's full of, you know, more sinners. Who cares who they are? But, you know, a family that, you know, probably politicians, sinners. And... And the guy says, no, I'm not going to get on your boat because you're a sinner. And you know what? Jesus is going to save me. Jesus is going to come save me. And then another boat comes by, and it's a dinghy. And, you know, it's a guy on a little small boat with his dog, a little patch, and he says, you know what? I can help you. And the guy says, no, Jesus is going to come save me. Nevertheless, the guy drowns. Mm. Him and his dog drowned. And he gets to go see Jesus, and he goes, Jesus, why didn't you save me? He said, I sent my people to you. You didn't get on the boat. So why we're holding ourselves back because of where it came from. If you ask for it, if you've been praying, you got on your knees and prayed for whatever you prayed for this morning, Lord, I need help with this. Lord, I need help with that. It might not come from the direct place you think it's going to come from. I've been encouraged and helped and motivated by the most homeless, toothless man on the street before. Yep. Even if it's not money, just motivation. It's motivation. It's and it's not in a way that you know me seeing him and me saying, "Oh, I'll never be that way." That wasn't it. Yeah. No, I actually had a sit down conversation with this guy, and we talked, and he literally spoke knowledge to me, and I'm like, "Okay, you don't know who is, or just because a person might be a quote unquote sinner in your book, does that mean they're not a man of God or a man of spirit? You can't mm-hmm. judge a person by what they perceive." to be to you. Only God knows the heart. So, therefore, if that homeless man gave me $20 because I said I was hungry, okay, I'm going to take it. That doesn't mean I'm needy. That means I asked for some food and we both shared a meal. Okay. Right. He was able to give himself, which was awesome. So I think most of us hold ourselves back because we think it's going to come from this one particular place. And when it doesn't and comes from the left instead of from the right, well, you think I need this, this, and this. We we hold ourselves in a negative spot when that's not the case. We actually pray for it. Most of yeah. And in this conversation, we're we're kind of over way over time, but this conversation is so good. Like I think even you said you talking about like the package that it comes in. 
I think that even, you know, applies to relationships, too. You might not get the oh, fine-ass motherfucker God, that you yes. want. You know what I'm oh saying? You might not get that, yes. that bomb get person, the nice body, you know? <laughs> we might not get Jim. We might not get GQ, GQ. We might want GQ. Don't get me twisted. I want GQ right now. Don't get it twisted. However. Or Victoria's Secret, you know? Oh, my goodness. Yes. However, like right now, and that's what I said about the the, the partner I'm talking about right now. So I don't know where we're going with this right now. Not actually enjoy this relationship. But you you know, Cameron, I like him younger. And this particular gentleman is a little older, about my age. So um, this, is not the package that I, this is not the package that I saw myself with, per se. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? However, do I enjoy the package? Yes, it's a great package. So far, the energy is awesome. But, you know, I yep. think a lot of us hold ourselves back it's by what we perceive what we're seeing and not what the energy is. Yep. So, or what we think we're supposed to have. Exactly. And you know what? A lot of women that I've told to that are in happy relationships and happily married have all said, he is not what I would have picked 20 years ago. Wow. Or she is not what I would have married 20 years ago. But she's awesome. She's this, this, and this. She exactly what. So, like, even my prayer right now for my per- perfect partner is um, my my prayer right now for my per- my perfect partner is that I want somebody who compliments me. Simple as that. Compliments me in every way. That's my mantra when it comes to my to my mate is that I want my mate to compliment me. Now you know I'm crazy, so therefore he's gonna have to understand the crazy. He's going to understand the silly as well as emotional, my yin and my yang, my days that I'm dominant and I'm like I'm ruling the world, and the days that I'm sitting there crying and I'm like, hand me the bottle of wine and give me a straw. <laughs> I see. I mean, and he's going to have it to sounds so, it sounds, well, we make it so complicated. Like, really, in this world, all we need is things that complement us, things that work for us. We can't live our life and with nobody else. We just have to do what works for us. I'm not going to. I'm not going mm-hmm. to live my life for anyone else. Because, honestly, when I wake up in the morning, it's not y'all in the middle of the bed with me. It's not y'all looking in the right. mirror with me. It's me mm-hmm. looking in the mirror with me. And that's it. So, therefore, yep. y'all, y'all, yeah, have a good day. <laughs> Thank you, Cameron. This has been a great show. We want to keep this conversation going later. I know, because this almost went on to a whole hour, though. But real quickly, like, um, just like a couple seconds, like, what are, what are ways that we can overcome this? Like, you know, talking to ourselves in the mirror and, like, you know, saying it out loud, writing it down. Would those be good ways to try to overcome this? What? Basically, get clear on what you want. Clear on what you want. It's time, money, and BS from everybody else were not an issue. What exactly do you want? Yeah. Write real it quick down. To like promote, promote your, you know, your business and your social media and all this. Stuff. Oh, gotcha. So yeah, in order to solve this, make sure you get clear on what you want, and don't worry about what Jane, Jim, your husband, your girlfriends, your best friend, your kids want. Write down exactly <laughs> what you want and focus on that. And figure out, you might not be able to get it today or tomorrow, but there's something in there mm-hmm. that you've already started achieving. Second, right. that's definitely a thing to do is 
live your best life now. Start a mantra and get simple with it. Like I said, my mantra for my mm-hmm. perfect husband is that I want someone to compliment. I want my mate to compliment me. That's just simple. Right. That puts it all in the words. That means for me personally. That doesn't mean that he. Has, I mean, hopefully he looks good. But in order to compliment me, he's got to compliment my fitness lifestyle, which also mm-hmm. means he hopefully looks good. He's gonna to have to eat well <laughs> like I do, which means he looks great. Um, you know, I'm a sexually active person. So therefore he's gonna to have to have he's gonna to have to enjoy a lot of fun at nighttime. Um but also he's gonna to have to be emotionally supportive too because I'm a very emotional person. So therefore yeah. he's gonna to have to know that, you know, when I start crying, not to just push me to the side and go man up, but just go, Hey baby, you want a bottle of wine or you want a hug? You know, that's 